listener. Episode 16, Born Funny. Get it inside you. This is 100% going to be 100% that, Tim. That's clever. You're not going to get anyone else on this. Using percent. Well, no, you're going to get us. We're oh, here too. This is fun. Let's break it down. How much of 100% that, Tim? How mm-hmm. much, Nate? How much, Tim? Well, so he crosses to us live from Perth. Perth. He's in Perth. Perth. We're in Sydney. Sydney. He's, he was in Perth. Perth. For all the Perth people. You're saying, you're not, it's a th. No, it's Perth. No, it's a, I think it's a T-H. No, no, it's Perth. How do you spell it? P-E-R-F-F-F-F. Yeah. I thought it was P-E-R-T-H. Yeah. No, sorry. The producer's written through it. It's P-U-R. Per. Yeah. P-H. Perth. Oh. <laughs> Perth. Perth. Anyway, he was in Perth, Western Australia. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were here. Uh, Where were we? We were here. Where are we? Sydney. Sydney. C-I-D-N-I-E. Yeah. Sydney. Sydney. I don't know what the problem that's, is. Yeah, no, that's... I don't know what the... Quite obvious. I don't know what the fucking problem is. <laughs> fucking P-H. Y. So he was in Perth. He was in Perth. We're in Sydney. We were here in Sydney. Uh, and we were just chatting. So in terms of the percentage, because, I mean, 100% that team, it, it is not 100% that team because we're here. Well, no, his name's 100% that team. Yeah, but this podcast is not 100%, 100% of 100%. It isn't. It's not 100% of 100%. So if you're I... expecting a straight podcast just with him, it's not. I'm going to say he was 75% of yeah. the podcast. Yeah, which is Because it doesn't matter good. who we have on, they, they just go on. Oh, I on. know. It's almost like they're the guests and they're like, I'm the born funny it's, one. It says born funny with Jimmy and Ace. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't not... say with fucking 100% that Tim, no. does it? I was going to say he was With 70... a wordy guest. <laughs> wordy. 100% that wordy Tim. <laughs> I was going to say he was 75. Yep. I'm going to give you 15. Mm-hmm. So what's that? 80, 90. Yep. And I'll have 10%. Just because you have to do a bit more admin, a bit more homework. Yep. So I'm going to give But you... you do the intro. There's lots of words in the intro. Yeah, but then I really... I do well, sit back. you don't ask anything else. <laughs> I do sit back. For... I actually leave halfway through this interview. You do. <laughs> to actually... Here's the thing. Listen to this and message us the exact time you think Jimmy, Jimmy leaves. Because <laughs> there is one point where he completely leaves the interview. Go. And he doesn't come back. In fact, he does that in all the interviews. I'm always... I did that on the radio show the other night. Yeah. Nath said, are you going to ask anything? Yeah. <laughs> I was on my phone. You're on your like, phone. I don't know what was, was going on. It, do you remember what that segment was? No. Well, exactly. Was <laughs> so I was bored. <laughs> you must be bored. You were on the tint of the dating yeah. apps, or and I was you refreshing, refreshing my emails. emails. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, enjoy seventy-five percent of a hundred percent that tip. Ah, funny people. An odd bunch, really. Not your usual folk. They've been making us knee slaps since the ancient Greeks. But what makes these real-life jesters tick? Perhaps today we should ask this person. Hi! Oh my gosh, it's Tim Collins. (laughs) Tell me, were you born funny? Yes. No. Yes. This is going to be a fun podcast. Nath, please get the round of applause ready for a master of comedy and the creative genius behind 100% That Tim. He's renowned for his hilarious sketches about everyday life and interactions with family and co-workers. He is best known for his emo nostalgia videos. His ability to find humour in the absurd is unmatched and his versatility makes him a true content chameleon. 
With over 40 million likes on his social media videos, he has gained incredible popularity amongst the Gen Zs and the Millennials, so much so that he's even created a nostalgic party game named Messy Millennials. He catfished his sister when he was younger, <laughs> does not like Sydney drivers, and he is an Ariana Grande gay. Please welcome the bloody hilarious Tim Collins! Tim Collins! Um, what an intro. Welcome. Welcome, Tim. Um, I do want to address something that we spoke about just before the recording started. And Tim said, hey, guys, if there's anything you need from me, I'm pretty simple. So <laughs> I'm a simpleton. <laughs> so welcome, fellow simpleton, to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, uh, talk about yourself, guys. I'm quite complex and sophisticated. So. Yeah, the fact that you said sophisticated. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, that was everything. right. I'm I'm pissed. I've been drinking. Um, Timmy, how are you, mate? How how are things? I am so good. Things are so good. Um, yeah, I'm good. You know what I mean? It's just like so surreal because funny story. I used to work here in this building. I'm talking to you from Perth. Like you guys are yep. in Sydney, mm. and um, it's so funny coming back after a couple of years of not working here and seeing people who um, you know, I used to get coffees for them, and now I'm seeing them now being the guest to you know record this podcast. And I'm like, I'd love an almond flat white. <laughs> Give all these coffees I got you. Get me a croissant, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a full circle moment for me yeah. right now. Well, well done to you, Tim, for getting the fuck out of radio. Well, oh, hey. we, the dying medium, we, you've really made a great decision. We, we are yet to do that. Uh, that's why we are hoping this podcast works, man. <laughs> I mean, Timmy, how does it, how does it feel? Because um, were you, you know, just talking about that radio stuff, I didn't know, like doing some research on you to see that, you know, you worked um, for SCA, that's a company that Nathan and I are with. You also work for yeah. Nova as well. Yes. Um, were you pushing your own stuff then or are you purely creating because you're doing content creation you're doing an announcing like what talk us through yeah. those moments um i started out announcing and yeah. um like many like radio announcers you get your start in regional and i went to tweed heads was my first job and i was doing a breakfast show there from perth um no i moved okay. i moved so okay. i well yeah no i'm from perth so yes. yeah you went from perth to tweed heads yeah. just the other side of the country heads. yeah okay cool. yeah. Gee, that, yeah. see that <laughs> just is her job just so you know guys that's what we have to fucking do in radio <laughs> And it's like the furthest point. Yeah. We're going to send you directly the other side. It's either that or the South Island of New Zealand. (laughs) So, yeah, I got my first job. Um, I was like 21 and I was working on an AM radio station doing the breakfast show with another 20-year-old. And so, like, it was the most bizarre experience of my entire life. I was there for 10 months. Yeah. And um, it was just, yeah, like John Laws was the program on After Us and, like, the boss. Everything was done on CDs as well. So, like, you know, none of this, like, computer auto stuff. Like, it was Mm. all, I don't know, like, playing CDs. But, like, the boss wanted us to play, like, new music as well as, like, all of this old stuff. So, we'd be playing, like, Baker Street. And then I'd be like, okay, and here's Alicia Keys. No one. (laughs) And, like, people would call up. Like, they're old people. And they'd be like, "Uh, are you the new breakfast show? And we're like, yes. And, like, terrible. And then, like, hang up the phone. It was horrible. Did um, you ever do a crossover break with John Laws, the show (laughs) afterwards? or No, sadly never. Um, but it would have been a moment. The golden know? tonsils. How did, how, did you, how did you, at 21 and another 20-year-old, end up doing AM Yeah. Breakfast? Bitch, I don't even know. I feel like I was catfished. I was catfished in this job. Um... Yeah, I honestly don't know. And we didn't realise it was an AM radio station until we, like, packed up our lives, moved there, and rocked up at the radio station. And we were like, holy shit. Um, oh, my God. Like, what are we doing here? You yeah. know what I mean? Was that your um, first Was that your first kind of big step 
in like yes. the media industry. So the yes. f- number one was was moving all the way to Tweed Heads to do yes. AM radio. <laughs> I know. Jeez, it was horrific. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think office... you not making it has anything to do with your talent, Tim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've been stitched up from the start. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. You. I know. And I got a parasite working in that office. Like, I'm not even lying. Like, a legit what do you parasite. Mean? Well, so, like, the water cooler that they had, you know, like those big jugs of water that you pop onto, like, the, yeah, the, the you old, know what I mean? proper old school ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old school, old school. I would drink from that, like, every day. Anyway, one day, <laughs> the lady who works the reception was changing it. Yeah. And she's like, ugh. And I'd been complaining already about, like, being really sick in the stomach, like, horrifically sick. Anyway, we there's like moss, mildew, mosquitoes oh, dead floating in this thing. What? I know, I know. Sorry, this conversation really took a turn. No, so um, how long how long yeah. was it like that for? Oh, I don't know. God I don't knows. know. I really don't know. Fuck. So did you yeah. go to like to the doctors and they're like, you have a some sort of parasite? Yes. Sorry, like TMI right now, but yeah. I had to do a stool sample and they're like, yeah, yeah you've got a, a parasite. And I'm like, oh my God, what? <laughs> they're like, yeah, it's probably from like, you know, maybe drinking some contaminated water and then it all clicked. I'm like, oh my God, it was the water cooler at work. <laughs> so, <is> yeah. <laughs> Did it, did it make it on the Did it make it on the show? Did it make it on the AM breakfast show that day? No, sadly, it didn't. No, right. um, this is the first but... time you've spoken publicly about yeah, it. Yeah, this is truly the first time I've really spoken about it. <laughs> they gaslit you at work. They're like, "No, you didn't get it from us." Yeah, no, 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 it wouldn't have been happened. us, mate. Couldn't have been, been us. Well, wouldn't have, how do you think John Moss's tonsils were golden from drinking that fucking? They're water. inflamed. <laughs> so, did you? Well, like, what happened? Did you? Did you give up? Did you quit? Were you fired? I was like, so my co-host left after like four months. She was like, no, like, fuck this. Sorry, I'm out. And then I was like, oh, like, you know, I packed up my life. I'm here. I want to work in radio. So I just, um, you know, stuck it out for a while. And I was there for about 10 months. And then I moved to um, Tasmania and I got a job in Burnie. Yeah. Um, oh. I know you guys were in Hobart, right? Yeah, yeah we were. Was it? Is it CFM in Bernie? Is that what CFM? You were? Yes, oh. that was me. CFM, CFM in Bernie. Wow. And, um, so you went from Tweed Heads to Bernie. Bernie. <laughs> I know. Climbing that ladder, I baby. Know. Climbing that ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it was full as well, like only gay in the village vibes. Once I got to Bernie, I was just like, "Where the gays? Oh my god, it's just me." Okay, mm. I love that. Can I say, did, um, in Bernie, did you try ice because? <laughs> <laughs> it is the ice capital the of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't get um, I didn't get into that. I'm so sorry. But, oh, so um, you'll drink the fucked water cooler, but you won't try us in Burnie, mate. Try, I wouldn't try meth. I'm so I'm so lame. Yeah. Um, this interview's but the over. Thing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jared, producer Jared, you told me that he was into <laughs> meth. There was that that he third, smoked ice. Thought he was a crackhead. Was fucked. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, uh, okay, so you moved. <laughs> so so ten, ten months in. I mean, we're we're gonna go all the way back, but I mean, we're here now, okay. so let's go. Yeah. Uh, so t- <laughs> 10 months in Tweed Heads, right? And yes. then you go straight to Bernie after that, or did you go yes. back to Perth? No, straight to Bernie. So like, right. I literally sent um, the radio station I worked at at the time an email and said, hey, I quit. Um, <laughs> and and then, yeah, I like packed my car up and I drove from Tweed Heads down to Melbourne and yeah. then put my car on the ferry. And yeah. then the minute I get off in Devonport, my car breaks down. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, what is my life? Like, I'm by myself. I've never been here. I got in a boat. Like, what? <laughs> um, and then I remember calling them, like, RACT or whatever it was. Yeah. And I was like, hey. Um, oh my gosh, I'm on the base highway and um, my like, the car broke down. The base and they're like, highway. Okay. <laughs> they're like, you're not from here. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, is that the base highway? <laughs> the base highway. <laughs> 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 
So it was off to a great start in Burnie. But yeah, okay. I was there for about a year. And then mm. I moved um, back to WA and I was working in Bunbury, which is like two hours out of Perth okay. um, for a radio station there. And yeah, and what the was the time there. What was the job in Burnie? Was it breakfast again? Is that what it was? Um, no, I was a promotions coordinator. Right. And then, I know, so random for me. So leaving <sighs> the, so temporarily you left like the, I mean, promotions is still content technically, yeah. but, but leaving yeah. the, you know, on air, on, air, on air side of content to the more like making someone else's ideas come to life. How, how did that transition go? Um, well, I realized that um, with, I'm just going to out this radio session. Mate, no one wanted to hire me. Yeah. Um, I was emailing like every content director, like known to man, being like, hey, this is my air check. And they're like, is this a joke? Like, I'm not sure if you're being serious. <laughs> and I'm like, no, deadly serious. Did you and think they were good? What, what were the air checks on? What were you doing? Oh my gosh. Um, it was, oh my God. I like think back to it and I'm like, oh, you were so tragic. Yeah. Um, I would like fake breaks because I worked on like an AM radio station. I was like, no FM, you know, top 40 commercial hits radio station is going to hire me with like, you know, talking about like the community center in Tweet Heads. <laughs> like, it's just not it. Um, so I would fake breaks like I was on this radio station already. And, yep. um, and like I had no support in that first job. So it was just kind of you're left to your own devices. And then, um, I'd applied for a job in Bernie a while ago and then, yeah, it just by chance they were like, hey, we're hiring. And I was like, slay, I'll be a promotions <laughs> coordinator, no worries. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I just needed to get out of that that job in Tweet Heads. It was really painful for me. <laughs> it was a parasite. It was, yeah, with it, the parasite. It was physically painful. <laughs> he didn't actually say, but when the co-host left, the parasite became the co-host. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, classic radio, they didn't want to pay somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> So you, Bernie, you go back to Bunbury. Yeah. Um, are you yes. on air there? What are you doing in Bunbury? Yes, I um, was work days um, in Bunbury and I started out because the way like um, SCA was set up in Bunbury was the hub for pretty much most original WA. So I started off like broadcasting to a small area in WA and then like worked my way up. Yeah, it was work days there for about, I don't know, maybe like. Three years? Mm, Two, mm. three years? For those yeah. listening who don't, I mean, because obviously we'd, we're all radio people, oh, so, so we get so you've, so you've got the breakfast show, and then after that, you've got the, the solo jocks, and yes. the work day, mornings, afternoons, yep. before you go into what is today, like a Carrie and Tommy drive slot, and then into night show. So that's kind of how the radio Night show work. like Jimmy and Ace, which you can yeah. get 7 to <laughs> 10 p.m. <laughs> around Australia. Thank yeah, you. obviously household <laughs> names. <laughs> <laughs> so, Timmy, I mean, during all that time, like, are you, because at times radio can be, um, especially if you're doing the solo stuff, Stuff. Like it, it's very hard to show your personality, right? Yeah. In radio, you got bosses going, shave it, shave thirty oh, seconds, yeah. shave get a minute, music, get, get to the music, get to the music. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, we watched, the fat. We, <laughs> I mean, Nathan, I was just we got a coffee this morning, and, and no joke, I opened TikTok, and uh, I'll be honest, I closed it because I was like, I'm going to get into a Tim Collins deep dive. But it wasn't even your account; it was it was an ad. It was it was a fly, Uber. It was an ad for Uber. Oh, yeah, that oh, just yeah. came up my feed. So you're very funny. You got all this character work. Are you doing anything? like that during this radio time at all? No, not really. I mean, there was a couple of times that I would make videos for the radio station. You know, like social media has always come hand in hand with like a radio show and a radio station, mm. you know what I mean? So whenever there was like a competition on or whatever, I might have had to, you know, make a video or an extra piece of content. Yeah. So I kind of dabbled, but not nowhere near to like the extent of where I'm at now and what I do on TikTok and Instagram and stuff. But um, it all just, yeah, once I kind of got to Perth, I fell into um, like a digital content producer role. Yep. And that was kind of my introduction into 
social media Did you go to that role because you wanted to get into social media or did you just want to be back in Perth, that job came up? Because you're at Nova, yeah, doing that? Um, Yeah, I was at Nova doing that. So from, yeah, Bunbury, I went to um, 92.9, like SCA Perth. And then like, it was like COVID 2020 times, everyone was getting TikTok. And I was like, you know what? Like, fuck this place. I'm going to be a TikToker. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway, I started to like post a couple of videos and then, um, yeah, then the radio station rebranded to Triple M. And I was like, okay, well... I'm not really like, you know, a footy, you know, yeah, <laughs> pussy, you know, beers, lads. I don't know. All I've got from you so far is pussy beers and footy. That's, yeah, that's, that's what sorry. it is. It's pussy you beers. Scream Mate, pussy I th- beers. I thought, we were talking, I thought we were talking to the rush hour. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got the beanie on, you got yeah. the beers. Oh, Thank you. you scream. Yeah. Or is, it, or is it rock footy? Pussy. pussy yeah. <laughs> the new tagline for Triple M. Rock music and <laughs> pussy. Uh, so, yeah. It's so funny. I feel like some people look at me and think, oh, like, what a manly man. And then like, I open my mouth and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I reckon some men, when you open your mouth, they probably like... <laughs> You leave you leave Triple M when it rebrands yes. to be a TikToker and then end up at Nova doing digital no, stuff. So then I went to Nova yeah. and then um I thought, oh my god, you know, I've worked for SCA for like so many years. I was like, this will be so refreshing. And then you realize like every radio station is the same, like they all have the same problems, yep. all the same shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um was a digital producer there and then just really was like, Okay, I'm gonna post a video every day. Yeah. And then that's what I did, and it just like evolved and then I quit that job last year, and now I'm just a full-time internet pest. <laughs> I like to say. <laughs> a parasite to bring back yeah, that word. <laughs> I'm an internet parasite, and I love it. Tim, was there a, was there a moment when you were uh, in, in, in Bernie, and then even again when you were, again, making content for other people and other shows, was there a part of you that... I mean, I'm, I'm assuming I know the answer to this, but that wasn't fulfilled. Like you weren't totally in your creative element yet. Yeah, absolutely. Like I always, you know, um, wanted to be on the mic, you know what I mean? And be the person who was making the content and yeah. not just the person behind the scenes. So it was a bit of a challenge at times, but I had a lot of fun and like working with breakfast shows, you know, was the best, you know, cause you get to kind of contribute a bit more and do you want to turn my own horn? But like, they were pulling me on air like every five minutes. So I was like, <laughs> just like rebrand the show at this point, <laughs> yeah. like include me in it. Right, two to one. Hey, to that, this this podcast is just one long toot. That's what, that's what this is. Well, I mean, did you ever have like, or not run-ins, but like conversations with the talent when you were when you were making their content and stuff, and trying to you know nudge them in what you believed was a, a funnier direction. space yeah. or a better direction? It like depends, like who it was, yeah, like, okay. who the show was. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there were some people who I felt like, oh, cool, like they will, you know, take anything I say on board and whatever and have fun. And then like you work with some people and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna like walk out of the studio really quickly and just <laughs> never come back. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So going <laughs> going back, Tim, like I mean, that's sort of you know your your radio thing. But let's go like young yeah. Timmy. Like, yes. are you as a kid? Are you funny? Are people laughing at you? Are you are you perform? Like, what are you like as a child? Um, I think people were definitely laughing at me and not with me, if you know what I mean. Um, Yeah, I think, like, growing up and being when I was little, I always have been a very, like, theatrical, 
you know, loud, performative, tr- performative kind of person. Yeah. yeah. Like always putting shows on for people and, um, and stuff like that. But in primary school, I, um, yeah, I was bullied. You know what I mean? Just like every other, you know, struggling gay. <laughs> <laughs> when know, you, when did you, when did you come out? When did you, did you come out in high school? No, no. Oh no. my gosh, no. He so actually has a knife. Yeah. yeah. Have, <laughs> oh God. This is my just out of him. <laughs> We're doing it. I'm yeah. out of him. Pussy. <laughs> The triple M bosses have just dropped him. (laughs) (laughs) What? He's gay. (laughs) Get him out of here. I thought he played for the Eagles. Uh, right. um, no, but I came out when I was 19 yep. And it's really funny So I have an older brother um, And him and I went to the same All boys Catholic high school yep. So like rest in peace, me um, <laughs> But my brother, he's also gay And he's a drag queen um, Hannah Conda, yeah? Hannah yeah, yes. of course. I mean, That's for those of you who don't know, I mean, massive in the drag queen world, Hanaconda, yes. runner-up, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under season two. Two. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. I think we might have even met Hanaconda uh, when she came down to Hobart, Jim. Yes, I think we did. Yeah, yeah. I think we've met there Hanaconda. <laughs> She'll be annoyed that she'd get on this podcast before I run up. <laughs> Well, not She's as not funny. funny. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. She lacks. Be, be funnier. You know? <laughs> How, what's the age difference between you and your brother? Um, so he is 32 and I just turned 29. I'm not good at math. So whatever yeah. the, you know, the space in between Were that you, is. I guess, supportive of each other? Like it must have been hard being at all boys school and also being a Catholic school. Um, so like, not really. We had major beef growing up, him and well, I. Oh. And yeah, I know. Anyway, I got to the my first day of high school and everyone's like, your brother's gay. And I'm like, no, he's not. And then I found out, oh my God, bitch, like you're gay. And you came out and like, oh my God, now I'm getting bullied. Um, so love that for me. Anyway, so we, yeah, we kind of, I don't know. I look back at that era of my life and I'm like, oh, I feel really bad. I feel like I projected all of my frustration and anger out on him. And he was like probably struggling with himself. Like, you know, anyway, but actually, sorry, I'm really bringing the vibes down. Do no, you know, no, not like, not super emo. no, not at all. No, not at all. No, not at all. But I remember when I did kind of come to terms with the fact that I'm a raging homosexual. Um, I was like, I'm going to tell my brother, like, he'll be so supportive. And he's like, you're gay. Ew. (laughs) You better not start doing drag. That's my thing. Okay. I'm like looking for support here. Um, but yeah, so we kind of formed a better relationship as we got older. Well, this is interesting, Tim, because we, I mean, we've, we've spoken to different comics and and funny people and all that kind of stuff from all different walks. And I think this might be the first time, Jim, that we've spoken to somebody whose direct sibling was also in the spotlight. Somebody who was also performative as well. So were you two, I mean, I don't know if this was a reason why, you know, you were butting heads and stuff growing up, but were you almost battling for who was in the spotlight more? Was yeah, that happening? I, th- I think there was a bit of that. Like, I mean, we're both very, you know, like full on kind of entertaining people. And, yeah. um, and I think we did get a bit competitive there. Like I remember in the high school, um, our high school did a production of The Producers yep. and um, my brother played piano, but he wanted to be a performer and be on stage. <laughs> and we both auditioned and I was like, you sound like a dead cat, but like, whatever. <laughs> and um, I went and had my audition and then I made it into the cast and he didn't. And and um, so I held that over him for a long period of time. <laughs> so I think that was why we kind of beefed a bit. We were definitely both kind of, yeah. And what, about, what about jealous? The, your family? Like, are your mum and dad supportive of of you and being performative as a child that they encourage that behaviour? Do you have any other brothers and sisters? Yes, 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 to all of what you just said. Yeah. Um, mum and dad, like, super supportive. And, I mean, I feel bad for my dad because um, it's – 
me and my brother, and then I have a younger sister, um, and he is the minority in our household. He's the only <laughs> one that likes women. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and I feel bad. Loves Triple I think, M. Loves <laughs> Triple M. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I feel like all he wanted was, like, you know, to kick the footy with his son, and um, he got, you know, me and a drag queen, and <laughs> none of us are kicking the football with him, so I feel really bad for him. Um, but, no, they were very, like, you know, would always drop me to, like, my after-school drama classes and, you know, I did, like, boys' dance troupe, I know. Yeah. Um. So, and they were very supportive of that, which was really nice. Hey, I was in school spectacular. I was shithouse, which was the <laughs> so, so the New South the New South Wales version of the school dance troupe. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, so There's, like, 1,500 kids on, like, a big, like, kind of, I, I want to say stadium, but it wasn't. I think it was, like, a community centre. Sorry, mate. Lie. Uh, no, one, no one knows. <laughs> huge stadium. Yeah. Uh, a core stadium, 1,500 kids. Park. Yeah, it was massive, huge. Oh, yeah. Millions of eyeballs. Like yeah. the Eurovision for you were at the uh, Sydney Olympics. Yeah, yes. it was. Some Nick, <laughs> Nicky Webster. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, but I remember doing that with all these different kids, and I thought I was going to stand out, and I did, but only because I was the only kid out of fifteen hundred kids who was fucking out of time. <laughs> And I know you don't know this, Tim, but Nate to this day is still constantly out of time. Yeah, constantly out of time. <laughs> Which is lovely. Constantly you, out of time. Tim, when you're at school, are you are you studious or are you putting all your energy into drama? Like, yeah, I put. I was like, like I said to you guys already, I'm a simpleton. Do you know what yep. I mean? Like maths, <laughs> English. Science, like all those other random subjects that you did, like I was never really great at, but drama, I excelled. Um, so yeah, it was really kind of extra when it came to that class, but everything else I was just like terrible with. Um, and yeah, I actually ended up dropping out in year 10. Um, what did you, what did you do? Um, so random actually. I went to TAFE and did business administration. So like not even like anything to do with um um like performing or anything. Jeez, Just... I'm sorry, I cannot see you in business administration. Well, I've seen some of your some of your videos make sense where these characters have come from. Yeah, where where the lingo comes from. Yeah. <laughs> A deep He's been doing research for years. Yeah. Okay. So, so business why, why business? Yeah, why? Um, I don't even know. So I was like really bullied kind of in high school and I hated it and I just hated school. And then in that crossover between like year 10 and 11, um, where you kind of pick that you're going to do like, what's it called? ATAR, TE, yeah, like you're yeah, yeah, to yeah, go yeah. to university or whatever. Yeah. Um, I picked that and then the school was like, mm, I'm like, don't think he'll survive. I'm <laughs> sorry. And then at that point it was a bit too late for me to pick my subjects. And they're like, you can do like woodwork and outdoor ed. And I was like, are you fucking for real? Like, <laughs> no. No, I do not want to do that. Um, so I hatched this plan that I would go to TAFE and do business administration. And it wasn't even like commerce business vibes. It was like you learn how to touch type and be a receptionist. Um, and so I did that. And then I just got a job and worked in an office for a couple of years. When you were when you were doing high school, when you were when you were doing the drama side of things at school, yes. Tim, were you leaning yep. more? I mean, obviously the performative element was there. We know that. But were you leaning more into the comical side of things, or uh, did did you also excel in the, you know, the real theatrical series plays? It was always the comedy side. Yeah, you know, um, I'm a self-proclaimed triple threat, I reckon. When I was doing drama, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I think, like, I was pretty funny, but then, like, I could also just, like, you know, whip out a, you know, dance routine or do some musical theatre or whatever, and I did vocal lessons. Like, yeah. huh, huh. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, first on-air I... orgasm. That was... <laughs> <laughs> Tim's come, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Oh, far out, Brussels sprout. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think, like, um, the humour side of things 
I've dabbled always, um, but yeah, I think that kind of evolved over time. So you've left, you left high school, you're doing business, um, you haven't come out yet, because you said you came out at 19? 19, Are yeah. you doing any performative comedy stuff, drama, no. or are you just, just pure business? I was just working as an office administrator, and that was it, and it, there were like three of the worst years of my life. It was horrible. I hated working in the office. And I remember actually one time my boss called me in and was like, hey, um, you, like, you're pretty loud and like, you need to tone it down. Susan says that you've been swearing heaps oh, as well. Susan. And I'm like, well, oh, Susan. Susan's a fucking bitch. Yeah. And she needs to get a sense of humor. So Fuck off, um, Susan. Yeah. But there was like a good couple of years where I did nothing. Like I was just working and then, you know, I was 18. So I was going clubbing and just like, yeah, I did no kind of performing, nothing. Do so you, just do you worked. Think we've chatted to other comics, comedians, and you know, that you've, you've, you've got to try and find, I guess, your comic voice, right? But then other comedians who we've chatted to who they're like, I hadn't I hadn't even come out yet, right? So they're, they're like, I haven't even found my own voice as a person. Do you think you got more confident once you had came out and that gave you a bit more confidence than then to chase that, you know, going to move, like, I'm going to move to Tweed Heads and go do radio? Yeah, absolutely. I think once I came out, like, I was feeling a lot more, like, confident in myself. And I think I truly didn't really find myself until I'd actually moved away yep. to, like, Tweed Heads and Bernie and had all that time, like, on my own that I really started to feel, like, more, like, okay, I'm being me. I'm me, you know, and I love me, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I can so... feel a musical number coming on. <laughs> <laughs> and a one, and two. This is I me. I love me. <laughs> <laughs> He's brought in these backup dancers <laughs> that are in. Get coffees for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. So when you were, I mean, when you were in the office space, which you hated those three years of yes. your life, so there was no creative outlet from Tim Collins at all during no, that. You were just doing your touch none. typing. That was it. Yes, yes. I was, you know, I could type 98 words a minute um, on the <laughs> Don't keyboard. Don't know if that's good. What about, <laughs> what, about, what about in the lunchroom? Were you, like, were you trying to make jokes? I know Susan complained, but were you, were you trying to make jokes to people? Were you trying to, you know, do something? Did you host inter-office trivia or anything? Or was that literally just no. such a nothing period? It was just a real nothing period. Like, I think I was, you know, kind of funny with friends and things like that. Like, yeah. I'd always do stupid shit when I'm with my friends and make them laugh. But um, I wasn't really doing a whole lot to kind of, like, fuel the, the yeah. comedy space in my life at that time. So how does somebody yeah. get out of, like, three years doing that? Somebody so creative who and then gets hammered for three years, doesn't have an outlet to do that. How do you springboard yourself back into a creative space where you can be me again? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it was really hard. Um, I literally remember I just woke up one day and I was working in this, like, another office job. And I was like, I hate this. This is not for me. Like, what am I doing here? Like, I've been in a coma for, like, three years. And then I was like, okay, I need to do something that's going to fuel my creativity. And I just looked at a whole bunch of TAFE courses because I was a school dropout. Um, so I didn't have a uni thing or whatever. And um, I saw a, a radio course at TAFE and I thought, cool, I'm going to do that. And then that's where I really started to kind of get my confidence back for like, you know, performing and entertaining people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was really kind of when I, yeah, started radio after. Are you doing, not doing any from like from young to like I guess you know moving back to Perth and then you know being ending up at a, what is it SCA and rebrands or sorry hit rebrands at Triple M whatever it is I can't keep up and I'm on the network. Uh, <laughs> are you doing any videos at all in your life like the stuff now that I guess so many people know you for? 
Um, no. Like, I mean, I think I made one video during, like, TAFE for a TAFE assignment. And yeah. I think that's probably where it all really began. Um, I made this video for an assignment. It was just like, when your favourite song plays in the in the car and I'm like, you know, driving in the car and then Beyonce crazy in love is playing. And then I like duck down. And then when I like lift myself back up, I'm wearing a wig and a sparkly outfit. And, um, and then that was like, like that we posted that on Facebook and it had like 20,000 views. And I was like, Oh my God, like I'm so slay. Um, and then I didn't really do anything after that. And then, um, it was really been in the last, I reckon since 2020, 2021 that I really started to make video content. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, Tim, we love asking this question. And, and we're going to ask yes. it again because it's one of my favorite things to ask. Um, do you remember that first moment? And it, it could have been only a few people in the room, could have been your family around the dinner table, whatever. But do you remember the first time that you got a, a real big laugh from either several people or one person? And how did that make you feel? Oh, oh my gosh. Um, oh, that's a really hard question. Yeah. I wish I came prepared. <laughs> Let me think. Um, well, I'll actually take you back to primary school. Sure. I remember like this speech that I did. In, I think it would have been like Euphoria year 5 or something. Yeah. You know, when you would have to do speeches on like books or whatever, yeah. like topics and stuff. I did a speech on a book that was part of um, the Aussie Bites range or yeah. the Aussie Nibbles range. Do you know what I'm remember, talking about? I remember the Aussie yeah. Bites. Those yep. books with the little chew marks, chew marks out of it. Yeah. And um, I'd gone up to do my speech and I was like, hello, my name is Tim. And today I'm doing a speech on Bugalugs Bum Thief, <laughs> part of the Aussie Bites range. And then I like take a chunk out of the book. Like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I to bite the corner of the book. And I, I remember everyone laughed and I was like, wow, bow down. <laughs> I mean, obviously that, that moment stuck with you. Not yes. only the fact that you remember doing it, but you remember getting the laugh. Yeah. Uh, and is that is that something that, you know, you love receiving that? Is that, is that something that, you know, gives you that gratification is, is getting those laughs or getting, I mean, even from a social media uh, standpoint, even when people write, ha, 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 ha. But is that to you? As, they, as their face like this. Yeah. This is the funniest video I've ever seen. And then they get up and they wipe their ass, and then the video just plays on repeat as they slowly wipe their ass. That's how everyone watches your videos, Tim. I'm sorry. Just so you know, if you ever get a like from the Jimmy Nathan account, envisage that. I can hear Nathan in the bathroom. It's just on loop. I'm like, oh, he's wiping now. Flush. It's actually my favorite when people have commented on my video. Um, saying like, oh, you were the video that I just left playing on loop while I wiped my ass. And I'm like, wow, that is such a nice compliment. I'm happy to be, I'm happy that I was the video, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I mean, is, is, is getting that laugh, you know, all the way back then, is that something that, you know, you've always kind of searched for moving forward in comedy? Is, is For you, is that is that the gratification that you're like, yes, I'm doing the right thing? Yeah, like I think so. I love when people laugh, uh, you know, and I, and I really do honestly love making people laugh and just having a joke and like, you know, being silly. And so when you do get that kind of laugh from people or my friends, um, I'm like, yes, I'm a slay bitch. I know, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. So it is just like a little bit of like gratification. Because it's, it's, it's one like thing it. to, to make the people laugh, but then to do something with it. Do you feel like it's a, it's a hard step to take? Like I can imagine, like you know, amongst your friends, like, there are quite a few funny people, and and some people might look at you and go, "Oh, you know, I could do that kind of stuff," but they never do, <laughs> do they? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think there's people that um, I mean, wait, what was the question? I'm so sorry, I forgot. Or do, do you think it's hard to take that step from <laughs> <laughs> simple? I forgot. Uh, <laughs> 
I, don't, I can't remember if it was in the interview or before, but I'm sure at one point Tim said, if I don't get the question, ask it again. Yes, yes, yes. I can't remember that. Oh, sorry, guys. Just, I'm just... <laughs> sorry, apologies. Let me book my Uber. I'm doing it now and I'm leaving. Go to Bali. Fuck off with your fucking advertising, mate. Jesus. I know it's not your fault. It's not your fault. I know. They're paying for it. I'm sorry. I know. Friends will say to me, though, they're like, oh, my God, you are so fucking annoying. I like Every time I open my TikTok, you're there. Like, I just feel like I'm with you all the time. You need to stop. And I'm like, sorry. Like, I'm just getting my bag. You know? When when did you make the decision to go, you know, like, obviously, you started getting the likes and all that kind of stuff. But when when was there a, uh, you know, a conscious decision to go, okay, this is where I'm going now. I'm in comedy. I'm in video cre- uh, creation, content creation, all that kind of stuff. I can make money from it. Was there a moment that that clicked in your brain? I think, like, when I, I, I remember this first video I made that kind of went viral, um, I, it was, like, me after watching two episodes of Puberty Blues and I had, like, put on this wig that looked like one of the main characters, the girls out of it, and all the video was was me saying, rack off, you fish face mole. And I think it had, like, 800,000 views and I was like, oh, my God, like... For me, then I was like, bitch, you, let's do this. Let, let's make more of this. And then, um, yeah, as I started to make more, um, you know, and, and the audience and things like that, like my followers would grow. I'm like, holy shit, like this is real. And then I think it was kind of like getting that first paid like partnership. I was like, oh my God, shit, like I could do this, you know? Yeah, yeah. I could do this as a job. You, um, my, is, is there anyone around you, like friends or family that are pushing you to be like, do this, you're really funny? Or is, it, is that fire or desire coming from inside you? Um, um, I think a lot of it's definitely come from myself mm. and I think I've always like known in my whole soul of souls and um, like I've wanted to be an entertainer or, you know, do some kind of like performance or something, you know? Yeah. And so I just, yeah, I knew from a young age that I kind of wanted to be an entertainer and my family have been so supportive and like my sister is like the best. She's so creative and like she like pushes me and she was always sending me shit like, bitch, you need to do this video. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, yes. And like she gets in some of my videos too now, which is really fun. So it's good to have like people who are like, yes, keep going. Like you can do it. And I'm like, oh my God. Shut the fuck up. I love you guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was, was there a style of comedy or, or, or any comedy for that matter that, you know, growing up that you were interested in or was it kind of, you, it wasn't really on the, like comedy wasn't on the sphere for you? Um, I really loved like sketch comedy, which is why I do a kind of lot of sketches like on my TikTok and stuff now. I make those kinds of videos. But like mm. I grew up, I was like obsessed with Kath and Kim, like still at. <laughs> like I'll rewatch it like every year. Um, and same with like, you know, the We Can Be Heroes, Summer Heights yeah. High. Um, there was another one. It was like um, Big Bite or something, I think it was. It was yeah. On, yeah, um, seven. I think it was on yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. And Chris Lilly was in it. And, mm. um, you know, I used to like watch that and, you know, those shows. And I loved, you know, that kind of funny thank god you're here and stuff and i'm so happy that it's back yeah um yeah i watched those shows and i was always like oh my god that's you know yeah i'd love to do something like that or like be on big brother like that was yeah you know. i mean i mean <laughs> <laughs> thank god you're i want to be really funny big brother. <laughs> or i just want to exist on a show but i just want to live in a house yes. <laughs> i mean that's the dream these yeah, days it isn't is. it housing affordability oh, crisis oh yeah we just want, live yeah. cozy live babe cozy we all just want to live in a house live. come on live in guys a house. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, so so watching that, I mean, we'll go focus on the Chris Lilly bit because yes. obviously known for, for creating these unbelievable characters uh, and characters that, you know, that can be recited and, and people still say the lines from Chris Lilly characters uh, across a variety of different shows. Is that something that you aspire to be? I mean, it's already happening with people, you know, like doing, your, doing the lines from your videos and all that kind of stuff, but creating those characters that are, you know, so intrinsic in people's minds, is that, 
is that where you want to get to with those people? Absolutely. I think now, like, you know, my TikTok and stuff, like, is kind of growing. I'm thinking more about, like, okay, what do I want to do? And I would love, like, my biggest wet dream would be to, like, have a show, like, um, you know, We Can Be Heroes or Summer Heights High. <laughs> I'd love to kind of create something like that. And that's what I think is so awesome about, like, Kath and Kim and those shows that he did is that, like, those characters, like, live on. You Timeless. know, it's been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, um, we foam at the mouth for it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'd love to kind of, yeah, be able to create something like that that people, you know, love and yeah. That's a good point. Do you think, do you think character, I mean, cause we have spoken to a few different people who, you know, they excel in that character work and stuff. Do you think like character comedy, it is timeless? Do you, do you think it is? It is something that can kind of, you know, live on forever. Whereas I know a lot of standups, like they'll tell a joke for, you know, one tour and then they won't tell it again. Or it's kind of like, it's almost like frowned upon to reuse the same gear over and over again. But I feel like characters, you can do so many different bits with the one yes. character. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I've noticed that like with some of the characters that I've played, like I make up and whatever, um, I'll see things that people notice about the character and then I'll kind of like bring it back in other videos that I do with them. So I kind of like that with characters you can play around and, um, you know, have a lot more fun and, you know, recycle a couple of things. You know what I mean? Like I do this like Karen lady (laughs) and I said like, thank you, like thank you once. And then like now everyone's like, oh my God, haha, lol, thank you, thank you. So like now I just keep (laughs) saying that again and people are like, oh my God, the thank you. It's like so funny. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't know. Um, but I love that, like, with characters, you can just play, have fun. And um, I love also just, like, dressing up. Like, I love just looking silly and, you know, wearing, like, a crazy outfit to look like someone else and, you know, really kind of create that persona you, or something. Is it? Know? Have you found it any harder since, like, making it, like, this is a full-time decision now? Like, does is there anything changed in the way that you create content or look at it? I know the the stakes are a little higher, like this is your full-time job, but you still find creating and filming stuff is, I mean, enjoyable and you go about it the same way. Yeah, like I still have heaps of fun doing it. And I think like, you know, like with you guys hosting a radio show, your mind's kind of like always on, always thinking about like, oh, could this be a talk break? Or like, you know, is this an idea for a, a segment or whatever, you know, like your mind is just always thinking about those things. So I feel like I've now got myself into this routine where I'm always just like, you know, looking at life and, you know, someone might like fall to the ground. I'm like, oh my God, hilarious. I'm going to make a video about it. Um, so yeah, I feel like as time has gone on, um, um, you know, you have those days where you're like, oh my God, I hate my fucking life. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I CBF, like, I'm not funny today. Uh, I'm cancelling it, put it in the bin. Yeah. Um, but nah, I feel like I definitely, you know, is, it, is that where like those moments. Is that where like the card game Messy Millennials came from? Like your brain's constantly thinking of not just the videos, but like other things that you can do? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it was so wild. So like um, Grey Lines, the company who like created and produced the game and they sell like awesome, funky little like gifts and shirts and <laughs> other games and stuff like that yeah they kind of approached me about wanting to create something and then we landed on this idea for a, a nostalgic party game and um that was just like a full pinch me moment like oh my god what the hell like mm. my face is on a game and people are buying it like <laughs> what like, it doesn't make sense yeah. um so it was yeah that was really fun to kind of do that and since that experience i'm always thinking now about like okay like what can i do next yeah you know yeah and i think definitely would love to kind of um, get into a bit of like scripted comedy or even do stand up. Like I always said to myself, like, 
I'll do stand-up before I'm 30, but it terrifies the absolute shit out of me. Like, what if I stand up in front of people for, like, a whole hour and, like, no one laughs? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would literally slip my wrist. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I could just film it. it because, you know, TikTok's basic. Content, yeah. <laughs> Bombing <laughs> would be great. You know what I mean? And then you just go, guys, I bombed on purpose. It's a character. <laughs> it was a joke, guys. Like, yeah. what yeah. the hell? Yeah. Joey, I was really bu- funny, but I did yeah. not purpose. Anyway, this is my new character, Barbie the Bomber. Uh, we'll bring her in. Uh, oh. <laughs> Don't know if we can call it the bomber. I'm just going to say. It's... I know. This is 2023. Uh, no. Um, so, I mean, the, the messy millennial stuff, Tim, was yeah. this your brainchild? Did they, did the, what nah, was mate, the they company? Came they came to me, slapped his face on it. He's a corporate sellout. But you worked at commercial radio. You get it. You get it. But we'll pretend I'm going to throw Anyway, you came up with it all yourself. Yeah. Everything, everything. Um, I kind of like. Sorry, you could tell he worked in radio because he got the credit line in very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, mark oh. that off in all data, guys. <laughs> oh my god, all data gives me PTSD. Oh, um, oh, we got people for that, didn't yeah. we? Oh, yeah. oh, how the other half live? I was the person <laughs> filling that in for you guys. So, um, and now look at you. Now we're interviewing you. Help us. I yeah, Help I know. Us. I know. Oh, what so about a, what about a, a live show, Timmy? Would you consider? I mean, it's not technically stand up, but like a like a live show where you could bring these characters in, like something similar to. Because I know, I mean, I feel like your story has very uh, similar parallels to someone like Christian Hull, you know, yes. a, video, a video producer. Right, because they're both gay. Worked sorry, yeah. sorry, Are Tim. Christian Hull gay? He never okay. weeded out him on air, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you guys yeah. did talk about his penis, I heard no, it. No, that's true. Oh, that Christian true. and Tim driving you home on Triple M. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I just love to hear you guys do a break on Triple oh, M. I just fucking oh, oh my god! Oh my so god! Funny. Let's make that happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, that would be funny. But yeah, something something like that. Would you would you do like yes. a live show where you could bring the characters in and all that kind of stuff? So it's not essentially stand up, but you know, it's it's. I mean, I guess that would be impro part of it, but it's something you're comfortable with is those characters. Yeah, absolutely. Like I have thought about if I was to do a live show, like you know, um, create it so I can play different characters and there's a bit of a story to follow and have a bit of fun. So I'd absolutely do that over stand-up, I think. Yeah. And I also feel a bit more comfortable sometimes like being a character than being myself. You know what I mean? I'm really um, emo right now, so I don't want to be me, you know? <laughs> I'd rather be someone else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I like, I loved what, you know, Christian Hull did with um, his like famous character, Trish. Yeah. And like, I always look at like him and Tanya Hennessy and I'm like, they walked so I could run. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> They paved the way. Oh. They paved the way. They died oh. on the gay comedy cross. <laughs> no, but it's so true. Danny, what are you doing on the cross? Get off it. <laughs> but I know, like, that was definitely kind of what he did with his um, live yeah. live show. And, yeah, I'd love to do something do you, like that. That would be so much fun. Yeah, because do you miss, like, the, the part that Nathan and I love about radio? And really, it's it's the thing that, you know, and dude, people, like, our friends go, saying, what the fuck are you doing radio for? Mm. Like, get out. It's no yeah, one's yeah, listening. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's the live <laughs> element of it. Like, when Nathan and I yes. are live on air and you There's come up with, like it. with things in the moment or the caller says something, it's like, 
you can't get that in this podcast because if we really fucked up, we could stop, we could restart, we can yeah. edit things. And we t- we chatted to um, we chatted to Arnie Donner boys, we chatted to Sushi Mango. Like yep. the Sushi Mango boys talked about doing characters live. The hardest thing first was doing the character live because I hadn't done any live work. I mean, yes. that's probably. Do you miss doing live stuff? And like, that's probably a strength you have. I do. Like the one thing, like I've noticed is you like working in radio. You forget how like easy it is just to kind of sometimes jump on the mic and talk and stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And like when the breakfast shows that I worked with, they would pull me on air. Like I remember just being so confident, but I did an Instagram live once as a character that I play called Carol. And I like, I was freaking out. I was like shaking. I had like the worst, like cotton mouth. My mouth was so dry. And then like it went on for like half an hour and I was like, oh my fucking God, like this is brutal. And then I was just like in and out of character, like, you know, so I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Wreck, Sorry, like, guys. Just like. <laughs> 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 I know. And then I'll start talking normal and I'm like, oh, that's not my voice. <laughs> me. That's so bizarre. What, something took over me. <laughs> oh, look, oh. Timmy, you're a fucking laugh a minute. We are oh, we are stoked to have had you on this podcast. You are you are exactly uh, the kind of people, uh, the kind of person that we like to talk to. Uh, somebody. People, he does characters. Yeah. Oh, no, it's actually yeah. there's quite a few of them, yeah. Uh, I got multiple personalities. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty someone. I mean, is Karen Him, there? The parasite. Yeah. Is Karen there? Can we talk to Karen? Is Karen there by any chance? What do you bloody mean? Karen's here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Goes back into Tim's voice. Yeah. What happened to my voice? <laughs> yes. Wow, something just took over me. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Karen's on next week, guys. Yeah, uh, look, uh, <laughs> yeah we've booked out Tim for five weeks. Poor bastard. <laughs> I mean, uh, look, Jim, sometimes it's a harder question to answer at the end of the podcast, but I feel like this one's quite easy. Uh, Tim Collins, born funny. I mean, Tim, we'll go to you. You've heard your own story back. Sometimes people haven't heard that and, you know, uh, been able to talk about it like that before and have it, I guess, plastered in front of them. But uh, you answered it at the start. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. What do you think? Tim Collins, up to you, mate. Born funny, yes or no? Uh, you know what? I'm going to say yes. I reckon I was born to entertain and I became funny along the way. I reckon, Jim, born funny. What do you reckon? I think I think Timmy was. I mean, he tells that story about biting into the book at what year four was that, Tim? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so I yeah. think you've you've been funny from a young age, but it, it feels like, you know, you've you've found your medium. Like it's taken time, like you went through radio. And to be honest, I don't think you get a good opportunity to be funny um, in an AM breakfast show at 21 years <laughs> yeah. old. The fact that he <laughs> bloody tried. Yeah, they're going to go to Bernie to be in promotions. Like, I think it's, you know, it's, it's a great story for people out there if you are listening to this. And it's, I guess it's a hope of Nathan and I. While we, we're interested in finding if people are born funny, I think if people want to be in this industry, it's like you've got to keep. It's a story of persistence, Tim. Like, look at you now, like yeah. to sit in that office where, you know, you were, you were getting people coffees and you were doing things and now we're interviewing you because you're the star like it's a it's a fucking great story man you are you're born funny and it's it's i'm proud of you don't yeah, even know you're yeah, proud of you. i'm proud of you mate i, I mean I'm i just crying. i know i know sorry i just remembered he didn't try ice in bernie so fuck oh, you tim you're not yeah. funny you. <laughs> timmy collins would have made it earlier if he tried some fucking ice round of applause timmy collins we love you mate Definitely, without a doubt, born funny. Uh, we appreciate oh. you coming on the show, mate. Thank you very much. Love you guys. Thank you for having me. This also really felt like Ray Martin's This Is Your Life. Um, and I, I loved every minute of it. So we, that, well, we want to be Ray Martin. Yeah, you that's, got us. that's yes. what we're going for. I can see that for you. Persistence. Yeah. You know, you're just going to keep trying. That's what we're trying to do. I'm, I'm, yeah. like, I'm trying to do Ray's hair. He's got like that little... <laughs> <laughs> I actually oh. want to be Tracy Grimshaw. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you are putting in a great effort to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Tim is underpaying the people who make messy millennials <laughs> yeah. an investigative story. Yeah. Another granddad ripped off by a tradie. <laughs> Puss in beers. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say it. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, hey, you're still here. Well, you must have liked this then. I may as well give you a sneak peek for next week. It's, it's another, another funny person. Wendell Saylor. Who gave us stuff like this. And I wasn't born that funny, but I was born a free spirit. Very, very free, just quietly. <laughs> it's so free. He's in here nude at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> More from them next week. See you then. Listener.